welcome to Captivate and Close. I'm Kinsey Mackis, business consultant and marketing strategist, and I'm going to show you how to attract and enroll high-paying clients using my breakthrough online marketing strategies, all without having to rely on complicated funnels, disingenuous clickbait, or spammy sales tactics. These are the messaging, marketing, and selling secrets that virtually no one is talking about. So let's dive in. Hey, welcome back to another episode. So good to be here with you as we do our final wrap up of 2022 episodes. I think that this will probably be, I always get it sort of mixed up, but I would imagine that at the time that this recording or this podcast comes out, it will be the final episode of this year. So crazy, right? I cannot believe we are at the end of this year. Where did it even go? I feel like as I get older, obviously the time goes faster. And I think too, I mean, there's no doubt that time goes faster as you get older. But I also think that as an entrepreneur, It's sort of like, you know, almost like you're juggling a little bit more. I was just having this conversation with a girlfriend and she was saying how it feels like since she's left her corporate job and started her own business, that there's sort of more to consider and more to think about. And just kind of like that feeling of keeping up and time and I think it is very different. Um, I think even if you have a leadership position or have a pretty high caliber role in corporate, there's still sort of this clock in, clock out mentality. And I don't think most of us, it's like whether you work in a job or you have your own business, like really fully shutting off is a skill and being able to turn that part of your brain off and being present to the moment is a skill. Um, I just remember it being so much easier when I was working in a job. But that being said, it's been such a beautiful year. And I always do or I usually do an episode where I'm just reflecting on lessons learned for the year. And I will do that. But I think what I want to do just for the timely of this episode heading into the new year um, kind of really hit hard. Um, the core concepts are the really big shifts that you'll be seeing in the coming year and how they apply to you because I know most of you if you're like us are doing your strategic planning Uh, we actually do this pretty in-depth process with our female founders board clients and also we have a simplified version of that that we walk our 10k clients through as well but it's really just setting the stage for the year what do you want it to look like what are your targets what are you focusing on more often than not we have to kind of like clear the clutter and I actually find this to be more common when you're sort of growing to multiple six figure seven figures where you just think even though you're you're you have higher revenue months like it means that you have higher capacity to do more. And that's not always the case. And yes, as you have a team, you can start having people and and units run things for you. But regardless, we want all people rowing in the same direction. And so 
always, always in, in every instance, right? Less is more. But that being said, what I want to offer you is some little tidbits as I've been studying the industry trends and have been listening to a lot of the experts in this space and have also for my own observations what things have been changing. And I haven't been in the industry for, you know, very long compared to some of the mentors that I seek some of this advice from. But even, you know, three to four years ago, when I first entered the online space, the shifts from that point have been huge, just sort of looking back and how things have evolved and where the trends are heading. And so I really want to offer the five trends to look out for in 2023 and how they apply to you from the perspective of my own lens, but also what I'm hearing and seeing at large. The other thing to consider as I'm rolling these out is whether you're under 100K or above, really making sure that you put this through the lens of like, how does this apply to me? If you're just growing to your first 50 to 100K, really just doing what you need to do to create content that converts clients and serving clients. There really isn't much more to worry about. And I think that's ultimately what stalls that first 100K earner is trying to do more. And so as you hear these things, if you're under that benchmark and you feel like you're adding more, but but you haven't generated the revenue you desire, really just pause and make sure it makes sense for you. Now, if you're growing to multiple six figures or even seven figures, this is where we really get to have a lot of fun with some testing and layering in your marketing, your messaging, and your selling efforts. Uh, last episode, I talked about leveraged marketing, which is, again, another advanced technique if you're growing beyond you know six figures. And this plays into that as well. But you have the capacity to take on additional things because you have the basic fundamentals. If you're still trying to learn your message or figure out your offer and also trying to do all these things, that's when you lose that steam. And so I just want to preface this message with that and making sure that you just kind of ask yourself, is this applicable to me or can I put this in the parking lot? area. And let me tell you, I have tons of things in the parking lot because as creatives, this is what we love to do is come up with all the new ideas. Okay. So let's talk about the five trends you need to be aware of as a coach in the online space, as it applies to your business and how the industry is shifting. Okay. Number one, attention span is shorter than it's ever been before. They have actually demonstrated statistics where attention span is actually decreasing in relation to the span online, right? So if you think about you have a certain amount of seconds to capture somebody's attention with your content, that actually has slightly gone down. I mean, let's be honest, I don't know if you can relate to this, but I can 100% relate to that or 100% relate to this, uh, largely in part because there's just more noise, um, not only within sort of one 
area. So if you think of like Facebook, right, there's more noise, more ads, more um, users, more options on Facebook. But if you think holistically, right, the different um, the different types of apps, the different types of platforms, the way that people are navigating their online experience. So it only makes sense that attention span is just decreasing. And also people are getting used to sort of the traditional way of marketing and selling online. And so it's sort of, if you imagine marketing to a more sophisticated buyer, they kind of have already heard and seen a lot of it. And so again, that attention span shrinks. So that means that you will need to be, and this is applicable to all revenue milestones, all seasons of coaches is having a more clearer message. Simple, right? I think that this is probably one of those timeless principles and it's always been important to have a simple, clear message. But now more than ever, it's really, really going to play into how quickly you can grab somebody's attention and convert that attention into cash, And so if you think about even in just the tactical perspective, your message, meaning what does your bio say? Is it going to immediately attract or repel somebody that is or isn't your client? Remember, repelling is just as good and powerful as attracting. But if you have things like, I help you unlock your magic and live your best life and have a dream that you always wanted, like that sounds really cool and beautiful, but that is not what people are looking for online. So that is like tactically what that might look and feel like when it comes to a more clear, simple message is just like looking at your bio, um, whether you're on Instagram, on Facebook, or LinkedIn, is it super clear and is it compelling to the type of person you're trying to attract? Is it short? Is it concise? Is it direct? More holistically, if you think about the content you put out there, if you think about the hooks you put out there, um, the different workshops and masterclasses, if you are leveraging those same sort of words or you have a more flowery type of aura to you, which I attract a lot of spiritual creatives and a lot of you know women that operate more from woo. And I find that this is definitely something that can be difficult to sort of translate that into a message that's compelling for something like looking for that however right if you don't articulate the problem and solution you're providing whether it's in a certain piece of content or in a workshop that you're trying to get people to show up to or in a challenge you're running you will lose that attention or you'll never gain it in the first place and I don't I don't want to sound um you know scarce or you know doom doomsday like but this is really truly coming also from a statistically speaking you just have less time to capture somebody's attention and so you can really put that filter through all the things that you put out there online and think about is this truly going to speak to the type of person I want to grab and how quick can I bring them in to me and what I have to offer them okay so that's number one is more simple and clearer messages okay whether it's related to even just your bio um, or if it's more holistically just how you present online and whether or not people actually know what you do all right let's talk about number two okay organic marketing now organic marketing is not a new thing (laughs) 
obviously. And it's one of my most favorite ways to market. It always has been. And I remember actually when I joined my very first mastermind and obviously my expertise is organic marketing. And so that's what I had leveraged to grow to my first 100K and beyond even. And so when I joined my first mastermind and these people were at the time making so much more money than me, but had never actually mastered organic marketing, they were only doing paid ads. Now, again, I love paid advertising and it does act as sort of an ATM machine when you figure it out, but it takes time, takes money to figure it out. But they had basically always relied on paid ads to generate clients. And so imagine always having to pay to get clients. So your profit margins are much smaller than somebody that has a fully robust organic marketing strategy that has that presence online, right? That can capture that attention again for free and bringing people in. And so a blend of both is really important, but here's what you need to know. Organic marketing actually has a more important place in your marketing strategy because now people are flooding back to our organic marketing or just having to leverage it for the first time altogether if they were used to using paid ads because paid advertising is significantly increasing uh, due to, I would imagine, just general, you know, the general shifts in the economy, but also the iOS updates. So this was a massive, massive shift for online marketers that were leveraging paid ads. When this was put in place, everything went wonky. Now we actually did so well in this year with paid ads and I'm super proud of us. Um, but a lot of people were not seeing the return on their paid advertising because of these recent shifts. And so there's a lot of even, you know, seasonal leaders and experts in the industry focusing on organic marketing so that they can see those profit margins grow and because the consumer journey is shifting it's changing people are more hesitant to buy they're studying sort of um, these different options they're becoming more sophisticated in their habits and so if you think about somebody and I think about even my own habits. You know, this is not something my my husband necessarily does, but when I am going to hire somebody, whether it's a contractor or heck, even an employee, the first place I go to is the social media. And in fact, recently this year, we had to hire a couple contractors to help us with an event and some ad hoc um, initiatives. And I, we went to social media, actually specifically we went to Instagram and we typed in that particular expertise in the Instagram search bar. And this is how we found some, our like first sort of round of qualified contractors legit right i look at the type of content they're putting out i look at how they present themselves i look at their client wins what people are saying about them and it's no longer as much you know people used to go to google reviews or whatever and i know a lot of those are still being used but now it's all about the social proof and if you don't have that presence online even if you're running ads right people go look if they're hit with an ad for me I go look at where they're hanging out and how they're showing up. If they don't have a community, if they're not, if they don't 
have much going on there. I'm, I to me means that they're not investing in the in their community from a long term perspective because that's what it is. You're growing fans. You're growing a community. You're being a leader of a community. And so what I really want to offer here is what's good news for you because most of you I know are using organic marketing anyway, but this is where you get to really become a master and you will have such an advantage when you master organic marketing, paid ads will just work even better for you. But most importantly, learning how to convert that attention into clients, right? Turning followers into clients organically first is going to be such a huge benefit for you. And I have actually several clients that haven't even launched ads yet and they're at the multiple six-figure mark. So imagine when we do or they are ready to invest a little bit more into their advertising strategy how that will completely blow them out of the water, okay? So organic marketing is really just for you to solidify in knowing that you're on the right track. I know you're already doing this, but what would it look like to double down and just be a little bit more consistent and know that this is going to be the future of this space is having that core platform and that core message and that following um, as that social proof, okay? Now let's talk about number three, which is in relation to this, but a little bit more tactically is video. If you look at any of the trends in marketing, everything points to video. And I think this has been a rising trend over the last couple of years, no doubt. But if you look at any of the social platforms and how the algorithm is favoring content, again, everything is pointing towards video. Now, if you think about even your own experience, how do you like to know or come to know, come to trust people, right? A lot of times content is so great. We love it, right? We post content, we make money, boom. But when you have the video component to that, you add such a deeper layer of intimacy and people connect with you much more better. It's just a better connection, it's almost like the next best thing to being on a Zoom together, right? The energy that you get to experience from that video, how they talk, their body language. And video is just the way that people are preferring to consume their content. Now, I'm not saying you have to go start a YouTube channel, okay? But whether you're on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn, where can you add a video component? And no doubt, this is something that we recommend for all of our clients, especially at 10K level, is having at least one weekly live video. And people get so afraid, right, to go live, which I understand. But you have to get over that hump, especially if you desire to speak on stages, write a book, grow a large community. Like, this is the best the best way to get over that hump. I did 100 lives in 100 days because this is something my mentor at the time had recommended for me because I was literally so, I was terrified of speaking. And this was actually a story that I had adopted for myself for the longest time is that I had public speaking anxiety. And when I was in corporate, I would stand in front of these board um, executives. I would stand in front of large 
um, large groups of people and meetings. And every time, even if it wasn't a formal presentation, any time that I would have to speak up or ask a question, I would get so nervous. In a lot of cases when I was presenting, I would like black out. I'm not even kidding. I would like sweat. I would get pul- uh, sweaty palms, sweaty pits, like I would basically almost black out because I would be so nervous and my voice was shaky. I was so uncomfortable and this was just the story that I adopted for myself. But yet I had this desire to speak on stages and, you know, be a leader of something. And so it was sort of ironic, right, to have that sort of perceived weakness, but then still desire the strength of that. And I think that is 100% anything that you have resistance to is something to lean into. But what I learned is I just hadn't developed my voice yet. And the only way that we develop our voice is to use it. And so I was starting to build some online presence. I didn't know yet what I was doing. Um, Like I hadn't established myself as a coach or anything. I just loved social media and And my mentor at the time was like, you should just go live. Like, it just is incredible. And at the time, Facebook Live, because this was probably like five or six years ago. This is even before I walked away from corporate or launched my coaching business. But Facebook Live video wasn't too, it was fairly new. And so um, I did 100 lives in 100 days. And oh my gosh, if I go back to some of those pre those videos and and the first you know however many days I was so awkward I was so I don't even know what I said and every day I had to come up with a topic and most days I didn't even know what to talk about but I figured something out and the skill that that excuse me that's the skill that's developed is not just speaking it's being able to come up with ideas and unlock that creativity and really just learn how to be more compelling it's kind of like shitty to say, but ultimately, if you want to have this large, massive following or a large, massive impact, you have to become attractive, not in what you look like, but how you present. And that is only developed through that skill by presenting. And this is why I love live video because it does all these things. And so if you are somebody that's resisting it, I encourage you 2023 lean way way in okay video can also mean and i don't want you to use this as a shortcut 100 do live video but then also adding in you talking to camera for stories right or um adding this on if you have sales pages or whatever like adding more of that video component these are where the trends are going and they're they're really geared towards the way that consumers are taking in that content Now let's talk about number four. This is directly related to your coaching offers, okay? Again, this is mostly for those of you that are starting to scale your offer, right? You have a group coaching program, you have a mastermind, you're moving beyond the one-to-one private coaching. But personalization and customization, this is the upcoming trend of coaching. And if you look at any of sort of the service industry, people crave personalization and customization. This is why courses are really hard to sell. People don't want to just consume content. They don't want to have to figure it out on their own. More so, they want to feel seen and heard. And so if you have a group coaching program or you have sort of an element of one-to-many coaching, making sure that you have in there something that allows people to get that personalized touch. 
People want to feel important. And this doesn't even just include, right, how you're delivering your services. It could also be the entire client journey from the moment they become a client, right, and how you curate that experience for them. And so knowing that this is what people want, how can you ensure that this is what your offers, your services, your programs are delivering on? It's super simple to add this in. It doesn't mean you have to have you have to give all of your group coaching clients a one-to-one call every week. Like that's not what this means, but there's so many different ways. And this is what we do with you inside of Female Founders Board is the design of your scalable offer. There are so many options here and it's really just dependent on your niche, your offer, your personality, your potential clients, what they need, what they're looking for. And, and then we design it from there. Now, lastly, this is one of my favorites. Well, I think they're all my favorite, but this is something that we talk about a lot, but it's community. People now more than ever, and I think you can already imagine why, want and desire community. Community. People want to be a part of something. Now, this can be holistically at the highest level, just knowing your movement, What are you shepherding? What is the message you want to steward? And who is following you in that journey? But at the most tactical level, this is a free Facebook group curating a community there. This is also within your paid groups or your paid offers, having a community aspect there. Now, if you haven't already, definitely go back to the podcast episode I did a couple weeks ago around community for paid programs. I have, I'm very, very, very passionate about that particular piece because too often I just see people throw up a Facebook group and call it a community, but you actually have to have intention behind this. Same goes though for a free group. People are like hearing that Facebook groups are the best way to get clients. So they throw up a group and they put content in it and they're like, I don't understand why I'm getting clients. You have to be in it for the long run. I'm not just talking about growing your Facebook group. I'm also talking about the coaching space, your purpose, your calling. This is not a, oh, it feels good today, but it doesn't feel good tomorrow. Not like this isn't for me. You have to be bought in. And if you notice, overall, the coaching space is just becoming more saturated, more noisy, and which makes it a little bit more difficult to create that traction. But that's okay, right? If you are in it for the long run, it doesn't matter because you will win. You will win. But if you're kind of half in, half out, and you let these little things like, oh, I can't go live today or um, my co- my coaching clients aren't engaging in the group or nobody's showing up in my Facebook group. This isn't working for me having that attitude half in half out instead of like this is what I do. What do, like these are the questions I need to ask myself. How can I get people talking to me? How can I lean in to that fear and do the video anyway? How can I show up for my community today? Like those are the types of questions you should be asking. And when it comes to a community, it is that longevity. If you think about the greatest movements, the greatest communities, the greatest messages, the greatest names in the space, it was not an occurrence that happened overnight. And even if there's people that went 
from rags to riches in what seems like less than a year. That's not the full truth. It's just not. And so how willing are you to invest in your communities, invest in your movement, show up for your purpose, invest in that purpose? So when you think of all five of these together, it actually gives you a really powerful strategy for 2023, right? You have a simple and clear message. You're demonstrating that message through your organic marketing and doubling down there with your audience and demonstrating your expertise, right? You're adding live video to that organic marketing strategy. You're thinking about what do my offers look like? Are they actually fulfilling on the needs that they need to? And am I meeting my clients where they're at by adding some sort of personalized element? And of course, how do I show up as a leader in my community? This is like, these are like the best, the best questions you can be asking yourself as you head into 2023 and think about your strategy. Yeah, there's going to be details and nuances to every little thing, right? But in short, this is your strategy. If you win here, right, if you think about these core elements and you keep showing up and you keep delivering an incredible experience to your clients, like there's just no other way than to win just have to make sure you're in for the long run so if you are growing to multiple six figures even seven figures for 2023 this is where I want to meet you and I invite you to come in and work with me inside of female founders board female founders board is a mastermind experience where we blend one-to-one private coaching with me and also peer-led masterminding with the other female founders this is one of our favorite experiences in in the in the way that it's very intimate it's very high touch and we really go deeper in the core elements here specifically the scalable delivery and fulfillment a really powerful leveraged marketing strategy and how to show up as a ceo and leader of not just your community but also the team right generally We recommend you start delegating and hiring towards that multiple six-figure mark or you will burn out. And so we walk you through that. But it is the one of the most, I think, complex or perceived complex seasons of being a coach. When you become fully booked or you start to get traction, but there's sort of like you can't really see the forest through the trees. And what I see is people, and this is from personal experience also, is like, I'm just going to overcomplicate it. And uh, because I'm going to the next level, things need to be more complicated or I need to be doing more. And that ultimately creates just more burnout. And what I see is people going backwards. That is not what we want for you. We actually simplify and we focus on doing less, but doing it better and having a strategic plan that can grow your reach and your revenue. So if you want more deets, get in the waitlist. I think at the time of this recording, I think we'll still be in waitlist. I'm full, but we'll be opening slots in January. We only have a little bit of availability. We also do in-person masterminds um, for this experience too. And the first one will be in quarter one. So it's so, I'm like, so I'm so, so freaking excited for 2023. I have no idea. It has been such an incredible year. I want to share a lot of lessons learned. It's probably good too. I still feel like I'm kind of like in the thick of some of the lessons I'm learning. And so when I come out on the other side of that, I will definitely share with you. But we, um, my team and I have been sitting down and spending the last couple of weeks strategically planning for 2023. And oh my gosh, 
this is going to be such an incredible year. And I know anybody in our proximity will also um, experience that momentum for themselves. So get on the wait list for FFB. What happens is you get on the wait list and when we open um, enrollment, you'll apply. We'll see if we're a good fit. And then you go through our interviewing process. And we just love you. And we decide what if we're a good fit for each other. If we're not, we let you know. And we want to just serve you where you're at. So click the link in the show notes and hope to see you on the wait list. If you are listening to this and it's still 2022, I hope you have a fabulous new year. If you're in the new year, happy new year. That's kind of crazy. Um, but I just love you. I appreciate you and so honored, so honored to bless you in this next coming year. See you next week. Hey you, thank you so much for listening. It's an honor to be able to pour into the hearts and minds of like-minded entrepreneurs all over the world. But my most favorite part is being able to connect with you in real life. If you loved what you heard here, head over to the community where thousands of female CEOs just like you are changing the world one human at a time. We go deeper into the topics we discuss here and give away tangible roadmaps to help you crush your revenue goals. To join this high caliber free community, head over to kinseymackis.com forward slash community. I'll see you there.